0: Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes.
1: Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes podcast. This is Case 13, Iris. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu, a role-playing game filled with cosmic horror, existential dread, And spiders that drop into your mouth while you're sleeping. Your investigators of the unknown are... Gabe as Roy. Spiders
2: aren't the only thing that drop into your mouth. Matt as Rocky. Hey, lucky case
0: 13. Nothing could possibly go wrong, right, guys? Guys? Hello? And Brian as
1: Pippa.
3: Look into my
1: iris. Well, guys, welcome back. Uh, How was your break?
4: Uh, just a femur so it's healing pretty well
1: good this a nice clean break is oh uh, no it's in pieces little shards everywhere <laughs> <laughs> oh I sharded once once well listeners if you'd like to provide feedback or praise or just say howdy to us we'd appreciate that if you drop us a letter from beyond on our website at lovecraftapes.com. we do actually have a couple letters that are worth reading the other ones we don't we don't bother with delete first off from Os Shopper, they say, fun and funny, but tone down the testosterone. Three out of five stars. The review says, funny, mostly in the unreal way that RPGs play out as a serious scenario. Bit too boys club attitude, though. How about playing a female character, tastefully, or better yet, include a girl in the group? Girls don't talk to us, so... Um, just so you guys know, we are men.
0: We're men in tights roam around the forest looking for fights.
1: I'm sorry that we're not women. I was shopper. We kind of take Call of Cthulhu not too seriously, so we could yeah. have fun. But I appreciate the uh, three out of five stars. I actually appreciate those middling reviews. Hell yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to a nice letter we got from Zach B, who says, Greetings and salutations. It has long been on my mind to message you and tell you just how much your podcast means to me. First, I learned how to play from listening and I've run several campaigns myself, mostly self-created, using a pinch of the scenarios. Thanks for paving the way. Second, I listen to your podcast from start to finish every day while commuting. I live in Las Vegas, and my commute isn't terrible, but still having your company makes me feel as though I'm not completely wasting my life alone. Third, I've been listening for a while now, and while I'm not exactly sure how long, it's been a few years. I've enjoyed every second and just want to tell you what it means for me to listen to the podcast daily. It's what keeps me going in the morning and on my way home. Fourth, I heard a review that gave you guys one star because they didn't like how much comedy was in place of tension and mood building. That person may not have been a role-playing person because that happens in literally any RP game. It's meant to be fun. Lighten up. Anyways, thanks for airing my soliloquy, and I look forward to keep listening every day and hopefully hearing the episode where you say my letter from beyond. Thank you so much, Jeremy, Matt, Gabe, and Brian. You're celebrities to me. I'm glad that that one I paid for
2: came in finally. Yeah, good job. Good job. Fiverr works. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you.
0: Love to hear it.
4: We'll come see you when we hit Vegas. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. That'd be nice.
0: The Lovecraft tape's on tour.
4: Live from Las Vegas. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as COVID's
0: gone,
1: oh. As soon as the Delta variant's gone, oh.
0: Uh, Once we get rid of Omicron, you know,
1: this is, oh. This show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on Patreon.com slash Lovecraft tape. Thank you to Zachary Harley, Jordy Rose, Barry Robeson, Brittany Davis, Elizabeth Greeve, Chris Parker, Atulia, Brownie Davis, Jefferson Bell, Kyle Sherman, Eric Zane, Huge Pie, Olda Polkert, Yasmin Amber, Mitch L., Lobster Johnson, Wild Pants, Frank Delventhal, David Winterman, Snow, Wooter Vermayan, Daniel Hissey, Eric Phillips, Malumber 57, Amanda Power, John Emory, Daniel Capron, Dumb Driver, John May, Bastard King, Phil Dickinson, Robert Jamison, Just Maul, Ripley, Iwin, Eric Sederberg, Mall, Boston Harbor Horror, Davinia Vonzarevich, Rain Bedwell, Yog Stephen Gregory, Liz Moonberry, Alex, Christopher Woods, Flix Capacitator, A.E. Jonesy, Sheldon Warner, Chainsaw Unicorn, Marty Dixon, Captain Vashton, Peter VDB, Andrew Petty, John Scarcella, Ruined Ashes, Shane Stoley, Gregory Schmucker, David Stefanoff, James Brown, Ineptus Astartes, Rolling Boxcars, The Frilled Shark, Matt, Matthew, Jeffrey Young, Bifford, Dingus Khan, Hoser underscore 21, Alexandra Kroska, Botran, Holden Omans, Tien Tai, Kevin C, Phil Campbell, Justin Lubbock, AJ Ake, Nicholas Hutto, Casper Ryback, John Konopasik, Kevin G, Mick Cope, Robert Lamb, Jehovah's Thickness, Tomas, Horst Draper, Psych Sin, Phoenix Black, Benjamin Webb King, and Seroton Wizard of Isenglass. glass thank you guys appreciate all the support you've given us some of you for years now yes so. insane holy cow you insane. gotta be out of money pretty soon i think because
4: we only start out with a certain amount right when we're born
1: twelve hundred dollars yeah yeah i think yep. that's it you run out you run out all right guys well i think you understand what time it is because before we begin we need to take a quick commercial break and
3: now a word from our sponsor. You see, looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky.
1: You did ask me to bring the thunder.
3: <laughs> Agent! Agent, uh, help! I've got the chalice, please!
1: Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me.
3: (laughs) All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted to help. I always had good intentions. I did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday, wherever you download podcasts, by searching for The Lucky Die. Hi, remember me? It's your old friend, Reddy Tuxpin. Boy, we had such fun together when we were younger... All those tea parties and pool parties and sleepover parties. We brought each other such joy. But you grew up eventually, didn't you? Yeah, it happens to human children, I hear. And even though you didn't have to, you threw me in the trash on your 13th birthday. I've always wanted to ask, how did that feel, throwing away your best friend? Did it hurt? Even just a little? Because I didn't see any tears when you closed the lid of the dumpster. Not even a second glance before the darkness descended. Then, reality went all wobbly, for me at least. I had a lot of time to think. Too much time, one might say. But that's not important right now. I mean, here you are. Dressed in a robe, standing in the front door of your home at 2 a.m., only half awake, wondering who could be ringing the doorbell. And here I am, probably looking a little bit worse for wear. It might be a shock to see Reddy after all these years. No matter, I'll tell you why I'm really here. I'm here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. What? No! No! Please don't scream! This is your
1: final courtesy call! And we're back! What'd you guys think of that product and/or service? It was
2: violent, but I mean, I'm up for it.
0: Funniest shit I've heard in years.
2: Sound like a good service, but the delivery was. eh. What's an eh? You wouldn't get it. It's
0: out of stock. We're having sourcing issues right now.
2: It's
1: at the docks.
0: We actually, you know, we have a bunch of eh, but it's stuck on a container ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean.
1: Honestly, I'd like to snuggle up with that product under service on a cold winter's evening and just nuzzle it, you know? Like, squeeze it tight and rub noses with it. Maybe a few butterfly kisses. You know, when you... Stare into your partner's eyes and get really, really close until your eyelashes touch. Then you blink rapidly, the lashes scraping against one another like nails on a chalkboard. Scrape. 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 You grit your teeth and pretend you're smiling, even though it feels like a serpent of ice is coiling in the back of your brain. Scrape. 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 Smile, smile, smile. Just two lovers, grinning into each other's faces, eyelashes hopelessly tangled so badly, you'll never close your eyes again. Ah, Amour. My eyes are burning. I'm in danger. So guys, believe it or not, this is a brand new case, so it is time for some Cthulhu rules. New case, who dis? It's been a little while, though, since we've had a Cthulhu Rules refresher, and today we're going to deep dive into two skills that often get confused or misused. Computer use and library use. You know, the way we do it in the heat of storytelling, we we just sort of role-play this stuff, and we're as guilty as anybody about mixing these things up and plugging in an appropriate skill just because it sounds like it might fit at the time, right? But if we dig into the definitions, sometimes the differences are very obvious. For instance... Computer use is defined as a skill that allows the investigator to program in various computer languages, retrieve and analyze obscure data, break into a secured system, explore a complicated network, or detect or exploit intrusions, backdoors, and viruses. Now, Special manipulation of a computer system may require this role. So if you need something very intricate and uh, specialized, that it might require it.
0: Sounds interesting. If only somebody had made a character based around the concept of this skill.
1: The internet places a wealth of information at the fingertips of an investigator. Use of the internet to find highly specific and or obscure information may require a combined dice roll for computer use and library use. This skill is not needed to use computers when surfing the internet, collecting emails, blah, 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 or to run regular software. Not a big deal. Now, compare that to library use, which is defined as a skill that enables an investigator to find a piece of information, such as a certain book, newspaper, or reference in a library, a collection of documents, or a database, assuming the item is there. Think of it this way, that a library use covers pretty much any kind of Google search. So computer use is not really appropriate. We've been using it as such, but it is really a library use role. With the time spent on that particular search might vary because of the complexity or the secrecy of the the thing you're trying to find out. Let's see. say you want to hack into the university's database and extract some secret information of a specific nature. That might require a combined library and computer use. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, 100% does. Libraries are for nerds. So we're going to try to play that uh, as close to the rules as possible. So I thought people might interested in that particular Cthulhu rule, so.
4: Let's take a poll.
1: Are you interested in my poll, yes or no? <laughs> uh? Huh? Let's take a poll on the poll. Internet polls? Now, dear investigators, we play Case 13, Tape 2, Seed of Destruction.
3: Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes.
1: When we last left our fearless investigators of the unknown, they had gone toe-to-toe with pure evil. In the form of Madame Starbuck and her army of undead clowns, egads! Using only wits and spit and a loaded gun, they escaped the Twilight Sideshow. Perhaps clinging to life or sanity, but whole nonetheless. Arkham's premier relator, Pippa Chatterton, watched in horror as her administrative assistant, Charlene, was brutally murdered under the big top. Former FBI agent and Delta Green operative Roy Arroyo succumbed to the tender ministrations of a circus strongman whose one-two punch sent our hero into dreamland. Somehow Rocky kept his cool and saved the day while flames consumed what remained of the unholy carnival. What will become of our intrepid trio? Will Pippa's obsession with her newfound powers blossom into a vibrant flower Or will it grow out of control like an invasive tendril? Will Roy recover from his near-death experience to awaken a new man? Or will the realization of what he did to Declan finally derail his weakening mind? Will Rocky seek counsel about Bugshash from Ripley the Cat? Or will he tempt fate by ignoring the gritting shadows that seem to plague the dark corners of every room? Only time will tell... And the countdown begins now. Pippa, July came and went so quickly, you can't believe it's August already. A lot happened in a month's time, however. You've endured round after round of questioning by the authorities regarding the Twilight Sideshow, Madame Starbuck, and the disappearance of several people. Your answers, carefully aligned with Rockies and Roys, are simple. Starbuck, along with her crew, went from town to town, engaging in human trafficking. The three of you made identical statements about seeing Officer Tina Quinlan, your former assistant Charlene Abernathy, and Tommy Dolby being held captive in the big top tent when it went up in flames. At first skeptical, the detectives eventually conceded they had recovered the remains of many bodies from the fire, and that might corroborate the survivors' stories. Heck, they even found a body in the woods, burned up in an old kid's fort. Forensics was still trying to pick at the pieces to find out who it might have been. Meantime, you're allowed to return home. Day after day, the memory of the fire and the horrors of the sideshow fades somewhat. You keep up with work, even hiring two new assistants to help with an unexpected onslaught of buyers who are looking to relocate before school starts in September. Your heart, though, isn't really in it much anymore. Instead, you spend a lot of time at Blaine Manor, shadowing Rocky as he digs deeper into the mystery Charles Blaine left behind. Rocky. After the events at the fairgrounds, you found yourself on edge quite frequently. For one thing, the pesky law enforcement took a bit longer to convince that your trio of investigators had stumbled upon Madam Starbucks' human trafficking ring. I mean, her title was Madam. What more evidence did you need? At any rate... You were able to shake them, eventually, pawning off the murder of Professor Carolyn LaCroix at the hands of the dreadful carnies as well. For one thing, you've had trouble remembering exactly what transpired after Starbuck was defeated. One moment, you were relishing the way the blood spurted from the bullet hole in her head. And the next, you were standing in the foyer of Blaine Manor, Roy crumpled at your feet, and an egg-sized gemstone in your hand. What on earth had happened during the interim? Of course, your brother was no help. He had fallen unconscious during the initial fight, and it took a couple hours thereafter before he was even able to speak coherently, claiming to remember few details of the battle at the Big Top. Bother. Thankfully, you've had a few weeks to recover, and contemplate Charles Blaine's final message. While Roy had been out cavorting with Bugsy Jr., you and Pippa have been pondering what to do about the curious artifact found in the sub-basement laboratory. Roy, what's everybody so worked up about it anyway? Rocky and Pippa seem pretty nervous about the cops, but you coached them to get their story straight, and it worked like a charm. Everybody swallowed the human trafficking thing because it was trending on social media last week and shark attacks in Long Island were fewer this year, so it went down smooth. Eventually, the heat died down. You healed up, none the worse for wear. While that realtor broad and your brother played footsie in the basement trying to figure out old Chucky's secret stash, you kept busy putting up a nice new Hampton double-screen door on the front entry. For some reason, Rocky requested a pet door be added? Poor guy must have lost his marbles from that virtual reality rig back at Delta Green. Probably thinks he's still a cat. No matter. It was an easy upgrade, and you didn't have the energy to argue about it. You've been chewing on a different problem lately. Bugsy Jr. was still pretty broken up about Tina burning to death in the fire. So the department decided to give him some time off. Even though the two of you went out drinking most nights and fell asleep at his place in easy chairs in front of the tube, his mood hadn't improved much. If only you could think of a plan to pull Junior out of his funk. All right, guys, let's do a little development phase. What do you say? I would like to develop. Brian... Brian. Brian. all right buddy so we're gonna look at your skills first so go ahead and roll some sweet d100 and what you want to do here is you want to go over not equal to the skill so we're going to start with a praise oh nice so you rolled a 60, which is equal to it, and so you may not increase that. So go ahead and uncheck Oh, appraise. but wait, I got an 83 with a D100. 83 will be your next roll. That is for Fast Talk. That one you can increase. So go ahead and roll me a D10. 5. All right, so your Fast Talk is now 75, and we're moving on to listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Uh, You rolled a 40, which is equal, so you cannot increase that. Go ahead and roll me another D100 for psychology. And another 83. Go ahead and roll D10. All right, you're going to increase your psychology to 64, please. What should I roll next? Maybe a D100? And that is over your 30 you needed for spot hidden, so go ahead and roll D10. And now your spot hidden is 35, so that takes care of your skills. Did you have a key connection to look at?
4: Rats! I don't think I I got over that phobia. Not really rats to deal with, but the one rat freaked me out even more
1: in the kitchen. I don't remember that you overcame that. No. So do you want to keep rats as your sort of key connection? And actually, it says choose key connection from the backstory, and usually that means the previous case. So maybe it's something from the previous case lack of confidence in my spells because nothing worked nothing at all
4: worked no matter how hard i did it
1: we're gonna go ahead and add that to your uh, phobias and manias i think that's a good place for it so i'm gonna type in key connection spell failure let's go ahead and recover some luck uh so you're gonna roll a d100 and you want to get over your current luck which is 40 all right good so go ahead and roll d10 Four. And so your luck's going to go up to 44. That's not too shabby. Because you've had a month to do some self-help, let's talk about that. What would Pippa have done over the course of a month to get her sanity back on track?
4: She has been studying nonstop about her spells and magic to find out what went wrong.
1: Current sanity is at 75, it looks like. Yeah. So you're going to need to make a sanity roll. You can click that green button and you want want this to be successful. Yeah, Perfect. All right, I failed. So you fail your sanity <laughs> roll. It says if if uh, you roll over, uh, you're actually going to decrease that by one. Well, That makes sense. Unfortunately, we're going to say that because you chose to. You thought I don't need any professional right. help. I can do this myself. This. I'm a strong, independent person. I just need to buckle down and understand these spells. Well, sort of the opposite happened. I will say Pippa is probably not aware that it happened. Right, because. She is just simply fueling her obsession mm-hmm. with the spells. And this this is actually sort of destabilizing her mind to a certain degree. Choose one particular skill. It should have something to do with either the spells or the books. Occult would be an appropriate thing. Library use would be an appropriate thing.
4: I think I'm going to try for a cult because that kind of makes sense. That's the way, the route she would go
1: down. So you can roll d 100 d100. You're to get over to 50. 78. So go ahead and roll D10. A one. Your occult's going to go up to 51. That kind of matches the me trying to figure
4: out my own mental health.
1: Uh, you you can take your hit points all the way back up to nine, and uh, as well as your magic points. And I believe that's all we need to do for you. So let's move on to Roy. Go ahead and do your charm. So D100, 58. I rolled a 77. Nice. D10 to increase that. Two. Fighting brawl is next, so I have fifty-two. Got a sixty-one. Nice. D ten. Two. Firearms, uh, handgun is next. I got a hundred. Nice. And a nine. Fifty-three in firearms, handgun. Good That's good news. Uh, you're gonna ruin your library use. Sixty-nine, maybe. Nah, I'll fail it. Don't worry. See, forty. Library use remains at sixty-nine. Natural nice. War is next. need is sixty-six. Above a sixty-six.
2: I got another 40. No, go there. Persuade over a 50. 100. Again. D10. 7.
1: And spot hidden. I failed spot hidden. Got a 10. And stealth. 62 or over 62. And I failed. And then, uh, just for funsies, uh, go ahead and roll for screen door use. I succeeded. Go ahead and roll, uh, D10. 5. Alright, so your screen door is at 85 now. Doing that extra pet door. the frontal blade manner really boosted you up there so we want to do sanity through self-help what would roy do to try to stabilize his sanity well he'd drink
2: but i think that putting my body to rest probably helped and just contemplating over that would uh i mean it wouldn't be great but it gives some form of help
1: go ahead and make a sanity roll then
2: i failed well who would have thought that burning my body wouldn't help me and
1: actually since you failed you're going to decrease that by
2: one what? No, I would never have less sanity. You need
1: to roll D100 and get over your current lock.
2: That won't be hard. I did it.
1: Increase that by D10. Oh, yay, I got one. Uh, and uh, go ahead and pick a skill that you want to increase. I could do psychology. I got a 92. Boom. So go ahead and roll D10. By 8. Key connection. So I've got uh, the last one we have here was making a bad decision that puts people in danger. Yeah, I didn't solve that one. Try to avoid making decisions that put people in danger. Okay, I think that's all we need to do on yours. So let's go ahead and move forward to Rocky. So hit points are up. Good. Magic points are up. Awesome. So let's dive into your skills and disguise as your first guy. Need over 40?
0: Uh, I rolled a 28. Oh.
1: Fighting Brawl over a 35. 81. D10.
0: I am one point better at punching things.
1: 36. Nice. And firearms, handgun would be next. Need over a 78 on this one. Oof.
0: 38. So that's a no go.
1: And intimidate, over a 60. 45. So that's a <laughs> library use, over a 75. Holy cow. 99. Nice. Okay. So D10 on that. Five. You're going to go up to 80 on library use. I'm now nice five points done. better
0: at booking things.
1: Uh, sleight of hand, over a 10.
0: 63 10 10. doubled my ability to sleight of hand spot
1: hidden over a 60 64 nice two points all right up to 62 on that and lastly stealth i need over a 32 as a 28 so that's a no just for funsies i'm going to go ahead and give you uh juggling too
0: all right i need over a 45 that's an 86 with four
1: additional points into juggling. Boom, 49 on juggling now, so that's going to come in I'll handy. I'll keep that in mind. It's a good use. Boop, boop, juggalo. So let's talk about how you may have tried to regain some sanity. What sort of therapeutic activities might have you engaged in over the last month?
0: Probably fell back to some uh, very old meditation techniques. He picked up high within the uh, the mountains of <laughs> when he was there on a mission once. Got in really good with the monks there. They they know they know their stuff.
1: Go ahead and make a sanity roll. It's a hard success. Go ahead and roll D six. Two. Alright, so you're gonna increase your sanity by two. We're gonna recover some luck, so go ahead and roll D hundred. You wanna get
0: over a forty six. Thirty-seven, so
1: no luck. No go there. And uh, let's go ahead and just choose one particular skill that you want to try to gain.
0: Uh, so I'm going to work on my my skills of persuasion.
1: Nice. So you need over a forty on that. Roll D100.
0: Twenty-five. So that's a no.
1: All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for our development phase. So let's get rolling on the actual adventure here. Our scene begins, oddly enough, in an elevator. Rocky. Roy and Pippa stand side by side as they descend into the depths of Blaine Manor to do more research on the strange artifact.
2: Can you guys really not rig something to make this thing go any faster? Do I look like an elevator salesman? You claim to be smart, yet here we are. I don't see
0: you trying anything. Hey, hey.
2: I'm the leader. Hey,
0: hey. Oh, oh, that's
3: a good one. Hey, hey. Straw. Oh,
2: sorry, I didn't think anybody would listen. We there yet? No, because Rocky can't make this thing go any faster.
3: Damn it,
0: Rocky, push the button. Beep. I mean, if you want to go faster, I can throw you out and you'll get to the bottom real quick. Have you guys ever tried Hot Pockets? How about a hot
2: box Mm it? Breakfast burritos. I don't like my life anymore.
0: I don't like your life either, Roy.
2: It's because it makes you jealous of yours, I know.
0: No, because I look at you and all I feel is nothing but pity and disappointment. And it doesn't do much well for my mental health.
1: I crouched down a little bit to get below the, the fumes. The male fumes? With a now-familiar lurch in downward progress and slow hiss from old hydraulics... Excuse me. ...the elevator door rattle creaks open to reveal the dark expanse of caverns beyond. My name's Pippa. You are, of course, excited to return to the lab to continue your study of the artifact and eventually decipher the faded sigils etched upon it. But yesterday evening... You found a crate in the storage room at the other end, which seemed to contain documents relating to Charles' frequent trips into Manhattan. In his video message to Samantha, he'd asked her to meet him in New York City, at a location familiar to both of them. Perhaps the paper held a clue to where? going to lean out. Oh, hold on. I have been doing
0: some work, and I'm going to reach out and feel along the wall to find like a, a jerry-rigged light switch, and I'm going to click it on, and the the front cavern is going to become blindingly bright.
2: How long did that take you? Like six months? Uh, more like six weeks. You say that like it's impressive. Extension
0: cords are expensive, man. I mean, I haven't seen you do anything this impressive in six weeks.
2: As I said, I'm the leader. I delegate people who are below me in their station to do the work that I don't want to do.
4: Roy, what can I do? Should I get back to what I was working on last time? Yes.
2: That'd be just fine. Okay,
4: thanks. Then I step over to towards
0: Rocky. What would
4: you like me to do?
0: If you could, there was a crate in the storage room. It should be labeled G6-07-MKV. I believe the documents in there might be somewhat handy in deciphering the symbols.
2: Hey, Rocky, there was a crate in the storage room. You mind grabbing that for me? I start heading down the ramp, because I know they're going to be
4: there
1: for another 15 minutes going back and forth. do 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 Rocky and Roy are just, like, staring at each other, neither one budging.
0: I'm going to try and push him towards the back of the elevator and push the up button at the same time I get out to force him to ride all the way back up just to come all the way back down.
2: Rocky, you forget how little I care about work being completed. So you put out your hand and stop the door from closing? Yeah.
0: I'm going to carry on towards the storage rooms, probably something somewhere in there that'll be handy dandy.
2: I'll go to the lab.
0: Don't touch anything. I don't need explosions bringing this
2: cavern down. If things could
1: explode just by me touching them, it means that they weren't created well. So let's go ahead and and, uh, have a Rocky catch up with Pippa. Obviously, uh, boxes and rusty filing cabinets fill this room, but... Over the last few weeks, you've shifted and moved them around, seeking any clues to what the artifact might be and where in Manhattan Charles wanted to meet Samantha. Mm -hmm. Where in Manhattan is
0: Charles Blaine meeting Samantha?
1: In one corner is a newly discovered wooden shipping crate stamped with a faded coat of arms depicting a boat of some sort sailing in front of a castle, above which hovers a golden crown outlined by a shape that is unmistakably that of Manhattan Island. What makes this container of special interest is its size, about four feet on each side. Could this originally have held the artifact? Ooh. Perhaps, though the crate had been since repurposed as a repository for loose sheafs of shipping papers bundled with rotting twine. Maybe something here could be useful.
0: What madman would make a coat out of just arms? It seems so impractical.
1: You guys have a lot of papers to sift through. And, you know, if you guys want to pick one of you to be the lead investigator on this. And since there's two of you, the other one can give you a bonus die. How's that? Sound? Yeah, that works. This will be a library use. I
0: have 80.
1: So uh, go ahead and roll me a library use. Uh, I needed an 80. I rolled a 56.
0: That is a success.
1: Nicely done. And go ahead and roll a d10 for the bonus die, please. That's a 1. And so what would that make that? 16. Now, 16 would be... Is that a hard or an extreme? That would technically be an extreme success. Pippa's there, and she is untying the twine and setting out these papers. This looks like it might be appropriate. This might not be. This has some interesting writing on it that... Sounds like it might be from New York. And little by little, Rocky starts to see a pattern emerge and is able to find a torn shipping manifest for a crate, measuring the same as this one, shipping to an unknown destination in New York City. But then Pippa finds crumpled up in one corner of the crate That missing piece of paper towards the top of the shipping manifest that clearly shows the origination as Belgrade, Serbia, and the destination as Hotel Odobrati, 466 Park Avenue South, New York, New York, 10016. And in that same crumpled piece of paper, you're able to spread it out, and in the lights that you've installed, you do see that... There is a signature towards the top. Very faded. Looks like whoever did it probably used a carbon copy of some sort, so it's not the original and it has faded since. But it was signed for by M. Roy. You find the secret panel in the western corridor and take the phone off the hook, speaking the voice activated key phrase. Mac wants the flamethrower. With a dull-wrenching sound, the door at the end of the hallway swings open. Beyond is Charles' laboratory. You've already spent considerable time cataloging its wonders, overwhelmed by the test tubes of glowing liquid, the indescribable blobs of organic matter bobbing in jars of cloudy gelatin, the myriad bits of technology in various forms of construction, to what purpose? You have no idea. If you've learned one thing, it's that Charles didn't like to keep notes on his experiments. Or else, those were kept elsewhere? Either way, you've yet to find clues that might identify these unsettling projects. None of that matters, however, because in the center of the laboratory is a stone pedestal, seemingly hewn from the cavern rock, about 4 feet tall and 5 feet in diameter. Illuminated by several spotlights mounted directly above. Ancient runes of unknown origin have been carved on every inch of the surface, chiseled and sanded smooth. Upon the flattened top is a thick pane glass case, measuring four feet on each side and 15 inches tall. Inside the case is the artifact a three-foot scepter of filigreed silver, tipped at either end with a cat's-eye gemstone. It is what Charles had meant for Samantha to find and what has consumed your attention since opening this secret chamber. But you've had to study it from a distance thus far, because Charles warned that when the artifact's case is breached, Hidden explosives will detonate in 30 minutes time, bringing Blaine Manor crashing down into the caverns and burying all remaining secrets. You know it's only a matter of time before you need for that to happen in order to study the item further. Perhaps tonight is the night? Roy, why don't you give me a spot hidden, please? I got an extreme.
2: I need a seventy-five. I got a
1: two. I'm really good. You waltz into the laboratory, despite your disinterest in these sorts of arcane items. Pippa noticed it looked like there was some sort of like sigils that were stamped on the underside, and so you've look at it from different angles with light, different light sources, and little by little you've started to get a picture of what this thing probably is. The this writing on the underside of it. So you stoop down to get another closer look, and you're not quite sure if it's maybe the light that Rocky put up in the hallway outside through the open door. It's not that. You get just the right angle to see this thing. And I'm going to go ahead and share with you what this etching on the underside of the scepter looks like. Oda Bratti Oh, I got one of these at Ikea once. It's hard to assemble. You're not quite sure what that word means or what those letters mean, but clearly that is what it is. O-D-A-B-R-A-T-I. And you
2: don't know what letters are. Yeah, not really my game. I mean, I would assume it's of Croat descent, but I don't know a lot about letters and stuff.
1: Rocky and Pippa come into the laboratory.
2: Roy, careful. Remember the bombs. Bombs can't hurt me. I told you not to make anything explode. I didn't make anything explode.
0: You haven't made anything
4: explode yet. Have you guys ever just walked into a room where the other was at and
2: maybe said hi? No, that's stupid. That's
0: Why would we ever do that?
2: Or just kept your mouth shut? No.
0: Who does she think she is right now, honestly? She's
2: very mean to us.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of our thing, if you haven't noticed.
2: Did you find anything? All this time...
0: And we still have no idea what this is, why it's here, or why Charles Blaine wanted Samantha to find it so badly.
2: So I found this thing, since you guys asked, that you guys never found, because I'm a genius. Took me like four seconds of looking at this thing.
4: Oh, did you look into the etchings that I saw on the bottom of the staff?
2: No. I found these etchings. Does Oda Bratti mean anything to you?
0: Yes, I picked one of those up at Ikea once.
2: I saw that on your Twitter a few minutes ago. It
0: was either missing three parts or it had five extra parts. Hold on a second, and I'm going to go back into the storage room and with a pair of gloves on as to not further damage this, I'm going to grab the shipping manifest and the extra a little bit and bring it back into the lab and just clear off one of the tables that are in there and kind of lay it out. Glass and chemicals just on the floor everywhere. All the little creatures start oozing around. It was bleach and ammonia. Don't worry about it. Nothing bad happens.
1: Ectoplasm.
0: It was high-C ecto-cooler. We should be okay. (laughs) Run! So, uh, we were digging through, uh... A crate that was tucked into a back corner had a, a very strange coat of arms on it, which may have something to do with Manhattan and what Charles Blaine was looking for or whatever location he may be wanting Samantha to meet him at. You see, if you look here, someone shipped something out of Europe to this hotel.
1: And Roy, you look over Rocky's shoulder at the uh, crumpled bit of paper that he stretched out on the table and you see it says clearly Hotel Odebrati. So it's a good thing
2: I found this Odebrati thing, because I think that's where we're going.
0: Well, I mean, we should probably make sure it still exists. I'm going to head down to the uh, the mainframe room and pop down in my chair, pull up a web browser, and type in Hotel Odebrati.
1: Yep, it pops right up at that address. It's on Google Maps.
0: Well, they are still around, um... Shall I book us some rooms? We we feeling like a road trip this early into the case?
2: I just gotta get my Red Sox hat and Celtics jersey. Are we
0: doing the Lovecraft tapes? Takes
2: Manhattan? We have to take it from Jason. I might need a day. I've got a couple
4: showings, and I'll need to talk with my assistants to make sure that they can hold the Ford. Tom. I'm gonna head back to the office. I'll get my affairs in order, and I can meet you back here in the morning. Will that work? I guess, if you have to be that high maintenance. Uh, I was speaking with rocky i'm sorry
0: yes if you need the time to prepare yourself then go ahead and do so i will make uh accommodations for us at this hotel i'm assuming we want three separate rooms as far from each other as possible
2: absolutely you think you can afford that chief
0: have you seen my credit rating of course i can
2: are we flying or yeah we're taking a 25 minute flight
4: yeah that's what i was thinking that'd be good it'd save us some time
0: Oh, don't be ridiculous. We'll Uber.
4: I step back into the elevator and hit the button. We're boobering.
0: We're boobering from Rhode Island to New York. Let's Can't go. Can't hear you. The elevator's going up.
1: All right, we'll take Pippa out of the equation. So Roy and Rocky, you're still standing down there. You realize
2: now it's going to take 40 minutes before we're able to get back up, right?
0: Yes, I, we probably should have thought that through.
2: So he hits the class with a hammer. Do we really believe that it's still in working order?
0: I mean, the rest of this place still seems functional, so I'd rather err on the side of caution.
2: All except for those lights that got put in for some reason.
0: Those are working fine, thank you very much. Look, if you have anything you need to do before we leave tomorrow, I suggest you get it over with.
2: Unlike you, I have things I would like to do, but I recognize that if I don't do them, it's not a failure on my part.
0: Great. Well, you, you go do you, Roy. I have some more things to take care of before we leave. Like what? Oh, for one, we just discovered this hotel. I'd like to do a little more research into that. There's the strange thing that the word on the bottom of the staff directly correlates to the hotel itself. There might be something there. The The location where that crate came from seemed awfully suspicious as well. Maybe it has something to do with that.
2: When are you going to learn that you'll never learn anything by researching it? You can only learn by going out and doing things. I'm sure you could have figured that out by now.
0: I'll have to do some research on that. See if it's true or not. Then I'll just wait for the elevator and leave. Go so back to the computer and uh, pull up the phone number associated with the hotel Odebrati and give it a ring.
1: And it rings uh, much too long, probably like five or six times, and then finally someone picks up and says, "Hello, yes, it, Hotel Odebrati is Tomislav." Uh, yes, um,
0: I'm going to be in town within the next day or so, and I was wondering. Oh yes. I was wondering if I could um potentially secure some lodgings at your establishment.
1: Of course, we got plenty of rooms. Don't worry, come on, my friend. All
0: right, so do I need to do I need to book that now or will it be okay if I Oh, uh... no,
1: we got plenty. It's fine.
0: Oh. Come on in. Over uh, well, in that case I uh, I will see you tomorrow then. All right, goodbye. click. You haven't hung up the phone yet, sir. I, you... I'm still here. We should probably Click click uh, click click. Click. So now that I know that we don't need to book ahead of time, apparently it's not that uh, popular of a hotel. I'm going to go back to the computer and I'm going to delete the hotel in front of Odebrati and just, just search that word. Because it's kind of weird that it happened to be on the bottom of that staff as well as the name of the hotel.
1: Go ahead and give me a library use, please.
0: I needed an 80, I rolled a 13, that's an extreme success.
1: So you you uh, look up just the phrase odobrati, that particular word, and of course it, it does bring up a bunch of Serbian language websites, which you use Google Translate to try to dig in and find something, and the best thing you can find is that it means to be, to exist. I'm
0: going to go back to the uh, shipping manifest. Where did it say the crate came from?
1: Belgrade. Serbia.
0: Well, well, well. Looks like we have ourselves a connection.
1: I'm going to go to YouTube and type in how to defuse a bomb. In the entire month that you have been there, you have been very concerned about this. And you found absolutely zero evidence or any kind of physical trigger or wiring or anything on this case and this pedestal. Whatever Charles did... He may have had some contractors come in and put this in. You have no clue, but defusing it is going to be not an option. So we'll cut forward to the next morning. And Rocky, you awaken in Blaine Manor, ready for the day. Pippa's already downstairs with her bags packed. And you call out for Roy, expecting him to be in the kitchen, and there's no sign of him.
0: Oh, God damn it. What has he done this time? Give me a spot hidden, please. I needed a 62. I rolled a 42. That's a success.
1: So you're searching his uh, bedroom. You pop your head in. It's, of course, immaculate. His bed is made military style. And it looks like he has packed some of his stuff because the drawers are pulled out. uh, Some luggage missing. And you're about ready to leave his bedroom when you see a slip of paper sort of waft down from the dresser onto the floor.
0: Oh, dear. I'm going to pick it up and read it.
1: It says, meet you in New York. Hurry up. And it's his handwriting.
0: I'm going to go back downstairs. Well, it seems for whatever crazy reason, my brother has ventured on ahead of us, so it shall be just us two.
4: Let's get down the road.
0: Before we go, though, and I'm going to make as quick of a trip as possible down to the the lab, I'm going to take a bunch of reference photos of the scepter.
1: The artifact is missing. The glass case is shattered. The pedestal is surrounded by the smooth pieces of glass. And then you hear a soft, robotic voice in one corner of the lab say, Countdown Countdown to detonation detonation. continuing. Continuing. You have have 15 15 minutes. minutes. Please
2: Please allow minimum minimum 440 yards yards
1: safety distance distance from epicenter epicenter of impact impact blast. blast." Thank Thank you you for choosing West Labs, Labs Incorporated. Incorporated. Remember, if it's it's not not West, West. 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 it's not not the best. best. Son of a bitch!
0: I'm gonna... Kill him! I'm going to run, sprint into the mainframe room, grab a hard drive out of the tower, uh, stuff it into my bag, and sprint for the elevator.
1: Seemingly, the elevator doors open even more slowly than usual. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. As the beeping seems to be getting gradually louder and more frequent, your pulse begins to keep time with it. The adrenaline heightens your senses. You climb into the elevator car and punch the button that will bring you upward. Nothing happens. You try again, but the light doesn't even illuminate the button. Stooping, you see the entire panel has come away from the wall, and two frayed wires are sticking out, as if they'd only recently come apart. Electrical repair isn't exactly your strong suit. You've always preferred to hire a qualified electrician for these types of projects, but there isn't time to find one now. Frantically, you look around and spy a yellow plastic wire connector in one corner of the elevator. Wire nuts. You suppose you could try reconnecting the loose wires? It's either that or start climbing the cable above. I'm going to reach over and grab the connector.
0: How odd could this be? And I'm going to try and... To fix the wires together to get the uh, the panel working again. Whole time grumbling about how I'm gonna kill Roy.
1: I want to need you to make an electrical repair, and all I need is for you not
0: to fumble. Uh, I needed a ten. I rolled a seventy-two. That's a failure, but it's not a fumble. That's what's important here.
1: You begin twisting the connector to try to get these two wires to go back together. Of course, as we know, if you've ever used these damn connectors, they are really <laughs> can be a little tricky sometimes. And so the first couple times they don't go together at all. And you're like looking and trying to twist them back on and looking again. And you can see that there's like a little snapped piece off in the very tip of it. So you begin banging that on the bottom of the uh, elevator floor. And eventually that little snipped piece of wire falls out and rolls off. So you're able to twist them together. And then the elevator starts moving slowly up. So Pippa... You're standing there in the entry hall just waiting for Rocky. You're kind of looking at your watch like, what the hell is going on? And uh, you hear a dim dinging sound from behind as the elevator door opens.
0: I gotta see each a coffee. Bad news, Roy took the scepter, we have to get out, go, 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 what? go, go. And going to grab the bags, grab her, and sprint out of the house.
4: I stumble down the stairs.
1: We're outrunning the explosion. Pell-mell down the driveway, as far as you can get from the impact blast, and with a reverberating thump deep underground, Blaine Manor trembles. Cracks begin to appear in the stonework, and the structural supports scream like a mortally wounded boar. Dust and smoke bellow from inside, shattering all of the windows and rupturing the doors. Gutted, the home quavers for a moment, then begins to collapse in upon itself from the center roof peak, the shingles splintering, sloughing off, and clattering to the ground. The wound at its heart spreads further, the second story swallowed down into the flaming chasm. Another series of muffled blasts occur underground, each spewing flame and smoke and ash into the air high, high above. Then, in defeat, Blaine Manor disappears in a wide sinkhole, the edges of which glow white-hot, molten rock dripping in rivulets far below. Tune in next time as we play another reel. Of the Lovecraft Tapes.
4: It looks like you guys are in the market for a new
2: home. (laughs) I'm having fun in New York.
0: By the end of this case, there will be only two player characters living. (laughs) We'll figure out which two. All
1: right, guys. Well, it's time for some recommendos. So let's share some of our geeky obsessions and roll me some sweet D-100. D-100. That's a tight grouping right there, I'll tell you what. Take it away, Gabe.
2: This is maybe the biggest recommendo that I've ever done that I would classify as not for everyone. This is strictly for the metalheads out there and a very specific type at that. I will be recommending Maggot Stomp Records. It is... My favorite record label running right now. I love just simply the way that they take care of their musicians and the way that they try and make it like a family. And like if a band gets bigger and signs with a bigger label, they'll still promote them because once you're in Megastamp, you're ever, you're always. Um, it's dumbass, like super brutal death metal moron shit. It's one of those things that if you like it, you like it, but you will not learn to like it. Their tagline is "Sometimes it's okay not to think," which I absolutely love. You know, while most people aren't comfortable with it i think that the, i mean right now hopefully they will be at some point i think the way that they tour their musicians together is next to none i love pretty much all the bands that they have signed it's really nice to see a label actually take care of their musicians rather than just try and skim off the top as much profit as they possibly can if you like that type of music you really can't go without learning about them
1: all right thanks gabe move on to matthew
0: well, I'm glad we're back. I'm
2: because I'm 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 really sad this game didn't didn't end up
0: making the cut for the last case. So I'm really excited to start this one off with it. Uh, Forza Horizon Five is here. This time, uh, taking us to the the lovely, lovely land of Mexico. The map is now bigger than ever, and it spans a massive territory from the top of a volcano. That's right. You can literally drive up to the caldera of a volcano and then drive down the side of that mountain to. Uh, lush rainforests, sandy beaches, uh, dune-filled deserts. There are a couple of really cool, like really tight urban areas that are like really compacted. You have a lot of a lot of corners and tunnels, and this is um, truly like the next evolution of the Horizon series. There's plenty of stuff to do from off-road dirt racing to street racing at night cross-country races which are literally just you and a bunch of people barreling through through nature cars to find hidden in barns all over the places and pretty much anything you do or anything you can do will earn you money it'll earn you experience points there at this point i want to say close to 600 cars to collect so if you're if you're that person that's you know got to get all of them they're all there everything you do in this game is just fun it's uh, relaxed enough of an arcade racer for me, at least, that I don't have to worry about trying too hard. I don't worry about, you know, getting the perfect racing line. I just go at it, and you have fun. And everything you do in this game is that same kind of vibe. And I'm absolutely in love with it. It is absolutely worth your time and your money. So if you're into if you're into racing games. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is not going to disappoint.
1: All right. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. For me, uh, two years ago, I recommended Gloomhaven, the massive 2017 tabletop tactical strategy board game uh, that swept awards and geek hearts in equal measure. The sheer size, scope, and rule set might cause some hesitation for the more casual board gamer. But fear not, wisely. Creator Isaac Childress and his creative team took a step back by introducing Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion in 2020. It's a slimmed down, slightly simplified version meant to on-ramp newcomers gradually to the Gloomhaven system. Now, having played and still playing the original game, I was reluctant to get Jaws of the Lion because... I was worried it would be too simple with not enough variance to really interest me. But thankfully, it's not a concern. Although some of the original rules aren't used, enough are to make it feel pretty much the same, while providing a good framework for newbies. Even better, once you've exhausted whatever campaign Jaws of the Lion has to offer, it's sort of a mini-campaign, you can then use the new character classes and some of the other assets from Jaws of the Lion in Gloomhaven proper. So there's some replayability and extensibility there. If you're looking for a taste of the dungeon delving adventure for one to four players, I highly recommend picking up Jaws of the Lion. It retails for about 50 bucks, but it's often on sale closer to 30 bucks. Check it out. That's cool. Brian, why don't you wrap this up for us?
4: I'm going to recommend a TV show from the UK, called Ghosts. It's on HBO Max. I just discovered it three days ago, and I just finished it today. Three seasons. It's basically a down-on-their-luck couple. They're looking for a home, but they're cash-strapped, obviously. And she gets a phone call from a lawyer saying, Hey, there's no other descendants left, and you inherit this house called the Button House. And they go and take a look at it, and it's run down. It's a piece of crap, really. Really? But they know that a hotel chain is interested in purchasing the property and refinishing it and making it a bed and breakfast or a gathering place. So they think to themselves, we'll make some money, we'll do it ourselves, and we'll take that idea and run with it. Come to find out the whole place is haunted. Anybody who dies on the property is there forever. In the process of them fixing up the place, an accident happens, and one of the main characters has a head injury. And coming back from the hospital, she now sees every single dead person that's in the property. And all the comedy ensues. It's all your favorite comedians from Britain. There's so many famous people in this. It's, it's a phenomenal TV show. I got hooked on it on the first episode, had nothing to watch. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to start it up, see how this goes. And I just, I couldn't stop. The characters are endearing and you care about their story and their backstory. And they're all from different eras, but it's called Ghosts and it's the UK version. Um, I just noticed that they have a US version that just premiered in 2021. Um, I have not watched it. So I can't recommend that yet, but, uh, definitely check out the UK version. There's three seasons on. HBO Max.
1: All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, and that's going to be it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe in whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you like what you hear, please leave a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at LovecraftTapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendos and social media channels, including Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server where you can channel us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at LovecraftTapes. And I am now taking
0: suggestions on different ways that I should murder Roy when I find him. Uh, submit them to me on Twitter at TheRealWeirdKid.
2: And if you want to come to my pre-Rocky party in New York, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. I don't
4: ever get invitations. Can somebody send me an invitation at Brian Podcast on Twitter, please? I never get an invitation to any of these events.
1: Until next time, roll four.
4: Is that a Piscotti?
3: The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2022. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.